ABC's a Greek. Oh, the ABC's a Greek. The ABC's a Greek. Hey everyone, welcome to our first episode of the ABC's of Greek. I'm Thomas, um, and I watched Greek for the first time in 2014. I'm Erin, and I watched Greek for the first time as it was airing back in 2007. And you haven't seen it since. Haven't seen it since. And I'm Jacqueline, and I watched Greek for the first time in the early pandemic days, 2020, um, and now I've watched it multiple times since. It's a comfort. Yes. It really is. I don't actually think I ever finished it. Oh, you're in for an amazing treat. I don't remember how it ends, yeah. so we're in the same boat. I didn't even realize it went on for four seasons. Like, I I think I, I think I went to study abroad, and then I, like, actually tried to find it on British Netflix and couldn't. Oh. So it was a sad ending. Well, I don't Wait. think it's ever been on Netflix. So you didn't watch... Uh, you did watch it. Yeah, now. I think... So I think back in 2014, it was on Netflix. Yeah, uh, it was probably on Netflix. I think... Yeah, because I think that's where I originally found it. Should we tell the people what we're going to do on this on this pod? Yeah, take it away. Yes, go for okay, it. Okay, so we're going to be recapping the 2007 hit Greek... Um, going through episode by episode, giving our thoughts and opinions and... Uh, through the lens of 2022. Yeah, we'll see how it holds up. Exactly. And I think what's also interesting, too, about this group is that we have two ex-Greek lifers. So what is the what is the correct term? Like, oh, survivors? <laughs> two Greek survivors and <laughs> one... Barely. <laughs> and one, I guess, just neutral college grad. No, you were a, G- you were a GDI. GDI. You've never, never heard that term. No. Oh my god, Thomas, you're so you were, not Greek. You were a G. <laughs> what does that mean? A goddamn independent. Oh. Yes. Oh my god, did not know that. Were there frats and sororities? Yeah, so there were frats and sororities at my college, and it was actually kind of a big deal. But I didn't live on campus, so I was, I feel like, always kind of removed from it. But it seemed fun, and I have a lot of questions, I think, for you guys about Rush Week and Greek life because. I feel like I never got to experience well, it. Well, also, we were coming at it from the lens of, like, a school that didn't have houses. And yeah. it was um, pretty mild. Can like Yeah, definitely. Although I do think this show, compared to, like, other shows, especially around this time, which, like, I think we'll probably get into more as we go on, had different... It wasn't as, like, played up as I think other movies and TV shows were. Like, I don't think that they were as crazy in this show. Yeah, like, it it wasn't, like, an animal house kind of situation. Like, I feel like it was pretty... I mean, obviously, there's stuff that happens that's, like, insane. But for the most part, I feel like it doesn't do... It doesn't dramatize, like, Greek life as much as it could have. Yeah, I feel like the Greek life system in the show like as I remember is pretty like a neutral player right well that actually brings me to like what I was going to talk about first which is like kind of the history of this show um one of the first things written about it was a New York Times review (laughs) where the journalist her name's Gina Belafonte she wrote that Greek is a decidedly unromantic teenage soap opera. It's implication that, oh, well, she's talking about a theme we'll get into in the pilot, but that cheating is an issue that a couple ought to be able to plow through 
is not a message I would have found at all palatable at the age of 16. The central characters don't guzzle themselves into oblivion. They behave as if they're 35 and working through a sticky office romance at an investment bank. So her whole like point of the review was saying that like they don't take on Greek life as like how a bunch of 18 year olds would. It's actually like this very like it seems like it's 35 year olds playing 18 year olds, which is up for debate. But I mean, I'm probably kind of true. They definitely approach it like as a business. It, yeah. At least ZBZ. ZBZ. Yeah. But I felt like that was like... It's very I mean, political. It was kind no, of there was, In ours, there were definitely people who were approaching it as like, this is my job yeah. and you need to follow the guidelines I of think this Casey job. like says some quote at one point where she's like, where Rusty is like, it's your social life, Casey. She's like, it's my life. Yeah. Which? It's not four years. It's four lives. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the show Greek, it premiered on July 9th, 2007. It follows the main characters, Casey and Rusty Cartwright, who are brother and sister, and they're attending the fictional Cypress Rhodes University in Ohio. And they're navigating the school's Greek system. What about oh. a romantic name? I didn't realize they were in Ohio. Yes. Did they? Did they bring that up in the they, first episode? They don't bring it up in the first episode. As the show goes on, they make jokes about how it's, it's like, like really sunny in Ohio. Yeah, and time. also, oh. like Dale makes a joke at one point. I mean, we'll get to it, but he calls Rusty a Yankee, which I feel like wouldn't right. happen in Ohio. I know. And well, and then, but then Rusty's like, I'm from Chicago, but sure. Like, they're from, like, Illinois. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. So, well, and anyway. It's also interesting because Rusty sounds like he's from Illinois. Yeah. Because he doesn't. So I wonder if that's something she changed about herself. Oh, my gosh. Could uh, see it. Could see a it. conscious <laughs> choice. Um, so this show had 74 episodes, and it was created by Patrick Sean Smith. It originally aired on ABC Family, now no- known as uh, Freeform. Um, and according to the Wikipedia page, it had a Metacritic score of 62 out of 100 from the review aggregator. Okay, That's a little too low for, for my liking. Oh, really? I feel like that was, like, pretty fair. I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess I don't check Metacritic. So I don't yeah. know what. Is that like Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, I think it's like like, like and all the critics. It, together. it just like it aggregates all of the yeah all of the scores, and then it came out with sixty two out of hundred, which like I'd like to see what it would be in just the purely teen soap category uh, shows in its league. Like yeah, or yeah, at the same time like the OC or something. And I have yeah. to say, like as someone who's watched the whole show recently, it doesn't ever hit that point where you're like, okay, this is truly insane. It's never like a One Tree Hill where like you know. Uh, golden retriever is chasing down someone's heart transplant and eating it. Like, there's never a moment where you're like, yeah. this is absolutely bonkers and I must stop watching it. Like, yeah. it doesn't ever hit that point. So I feel like it, you know, at least stays at the same pace. Stays grounded. Right. Yeah. As grounded as it can. So right before it came out, there was like a bit of controversy. Uh, USC banned the show from filming on its campus because of the promotional poster, which was like the red solo cup <gasps> and all of the like characters sitting in the red solo cup. So they felt that it like glorified like alcohol consumption. Uh... But then after the pilot episode, they didn't, They were, I think they were going to send like a cease and desist or something to, to the production or like they were really upset about it. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess they like kind of backed off after they saw the first episode and were like, okay, nothing crazy is happening. 
But the show was filmed at UNC Chapel Hill and partially at UCLA as well. Oh, I could see that. Like, it looks like... It looks very warm and yeah. southern. Yeah. yeah. I think they filmed a lot. Like, I think, like, the houses and stuff, like, where they consistently filmed were, like, in Los Angeles. Yeah. Mm. I remember, like, part of my interest being peaked in UNC Chapel Hill was because I knew some of it was filmed there. Really? So I was like, where was Cypress Rose? Oh, <laughs> my God. You, CRU. There you <laughs> thought about going there because of Greek. But, yeah, essentially. Oh and God. I ended up not going there because I had other plans for me, for sure. But <laughs> There was also a spinoff show that aired, weirdly enough, on the BBC. It was a documentary about Greek. It was ran from 2008 to 2010, it was called Greek Uncovered, and they showed the behind-the-scenes making of Greek. Um, we'll cover. We will Greek get into uncovered. that. We, we got to get into Greek Uncovered. I don't know, like, what more they could really have talked about, but, like, interesting. And it ran for two years. Oh, my God. So we'll, we'll interest is peaked. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I said this a little bit, but the New York Times review, they said that... Basically, Greek does not present itself to the teenage viewer, and this is, a direct, this is a direct quote. Um, Greek does not present itself to the teenage viewer as a warning against the darkest aspects of the fraternity system, the date rapes, and the life-imperiling drinking that have been subject to so many news reports. On the contrary, it feels as if it's a public relations strategy, a depiction of the whole apparatus of the Greek campus life as a breeding ground for a life in power and instructional and pragmatism. Um, I feel like that's pretty accurate. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I haven't, again, haven't watched Watched the whole thing, but something to keep in mind as we go forward. Yeah. Um, I think they do veer away from, like, heavy topics in the show, but that's also very, like, ABC family. Yeah. Uh, Secret Life of American Teenager. Oh, yeah. Simultaneous. That was a ride. Um, They also talk a lot about how, like, the show itself, you know, was pretty indicative of, like, 2007 pre-financial crisis. Right before, yeah. Uh, Right before. The the Um, idea, like, just... Everything's fine. We're cruising. Completely. Exactly. Life is they, very Another review said yeah. that the show, this is from the Wikipedia page, said that the show captures the spirit of the hedge fund age like nothing else. <laughs> Whew. Um, it does. And then in 2000, I think it was 17, Freeform had planned to bring back the show as a two-hour holiday special, and it was going to have all the characters at their five-year reunion. And then they quietly axed that plan. Oh my god. They're going to have to bring that back. We got to get them to bring it back. It would have been iconic. Maybe holidays. Holidays 2022. Yeah. Thomas, the light in your eyes that just went on. We're manifesting that. Yeah. You got to speak into existence. I I think this pod can only help. We'll see see the power of the pod, what it it holds. It's the only logical... uh, path that this podcast could take and then oh here's a fun tidbit before we start um the smith the uh, creator of the show said the script had already been written for the revival and that it focused on casey's role in politics and how she made a difference as a politician so it was the full girl bossification of casey cartwright Cartwright. 
We love. We don't know if it was a senator, just a politician. Yeah, that's fascinating. <laughs> of Ohio. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or Illinois. That there is really interesting because I think at one point in the pilot, I asked, like, what is Casey's major? Because, like, I had no she idea. Knew at that point, either. Yeah. Because she makes a comment about how she doesn't take her classes. Right. Yeah, she's like, I'm not in honors. Polymer, Polymer science. science. I would have loved to see that. Her and Rahm Emanuel we going head to head in the it's windy also, city. Like, they wrote this script like two, 2016. It's like oh she's probably in like little pantsuits traipsing around like this five year reunion. Oh, we got to see it. We got to get it. Instagrammer yeah. could carry that. We got to get it she made, 100% guys. Could, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, should we start with the yeah, pilot episode in. one, yeah, season in. one? All right. What's the episode's name? The pilot. I think it's, it's just pilot. Yeah, it's yeah. just pilot. Which is interesting, too, because I think you can kind of tell that, like, they didn't know if it was going to be picked up. Well, I would love to know the time between when the pilot was shot and when the second episode was shot, because they all look older. They look older, and well, their characters are... I want you back Their characters seem different, yeah. too. Like, I... Yeah. Like, I feel like... They tweaked Ashley, for sure. Yes, because that was, like, one of my first notes. I was like... Ashley, I can't tell, like, who she is. Really, like, the first scene is, like, Casey just, like, insulting her. Yeah, so it opens up with that rush scene where they're all standing in the ZBZ house, like, foyer. Well, first, so my first thing that I noticed was no parents at move-in day. Rusty's all alone with all his bags. Nobody, nobody has parents. I noticed that, too. And he's lunch. Yeah, college freshman year, there's so many parents. It's all parents. It's, like, awkward. Dale also doesn't uh, have parents. Yeah, no, there weren't, they're not a grown-up. It's supposed to be, like, an uncomfortable, like, it's so uncomfortable. You're trying to be, like, a cool freshman, and, like, your parents are everywhere. Yeah. Out of the many problems that Rusty had, his parents being there was not one of them. Yeah, yeah that's true. But his sister is there. And also... We don't even guys... know that yet. It's oh, just, that's we true, just, yeah. We just open right in on Ashley Easy. seemingly yeah. just getting ripped to shreds. I know. And even before Ashley, it was Libby, who... Did you guys notice that she is in Gotta Kick It Up? No, but I'm 90% <laughs> sure that they change her name halfway through this show. Like, I'm pretty sure her name is, like, completely different, like, a couple episodes in. I didn't even notice her after the pilot. That's why I was actually wondering. Was she like, comes she back. Cut? No, she comes back, but I think they change her name. So we'll see. Keep an eye out for Libby. Yeah. And this is the girl in the... Who is doing the rush practice with, with Ashley. Ashley. She's, like, the initial one. And, I like, it does seem like it's, like, a real thing at first. Yeah, if you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Just starting. If you don't know what the show's going to be about, you're, like, maybe it is, like, this I mean, kind of patty. Well, so, anyway, they're basically prepping the girls to speak with the potential new members. Yeah. Right. It's the technical term for sorority <laughs> recruitment. And it really did feel the way that our yeah. training went. Without like the blatant harsh. yeah, without like the blatant fat phobia that is later yes. uh, slung oh by Casey where she says, quote, I don't care if she's the lamest, fattest girl in the room. And she still wants them to be nice to the girls and make them want to be in ZBZ. Make every girl want to kill to be your best friend. Right. That is a theme that That is recurring during recruitment. Um, Very painful. Very painful. Yeah, Casey is, like, I I really hope we see her open up more. Because I don't, I don't remember what, like, her character arc is. But she is, like, on one hand, she is this very smart, like, poised person. But then, like, you hear her make all these asides where she's, like, so... Catty. Yeah. yeah. Like, and really just, like, mean and bitchy. Yeah. I th- I feel like I remember her kind of, like, shaking out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But 
she very much in this first episode, it's like chilling. Some of the it's, things some of the she things does are so chilling says. because she's also like a really Spencer Grammer, amazing actress. She is so committed to that part. Like it's it's very like almost like Lady Macbethian. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's perfect for it. She's perfect for the role of Casey. Um, so then we go to oh no then we see the scene of Franny talking to Casey about potentially becoming president, which would be campus royalty, right? As Casey says yes. yes, and trying to recruit the Rebecca Logan, who is a senator's daughter, the senator from Ohio, right? She has the the pick of her house. Yes. Yeah. So she's the P and M of uh, the Bell of the Ball for recruitment. And um, then we see Casey answer a call from Rusty. So then we find out that they know one another. We don't know yet that they're siblings. And she mm. hangs up on him. And then we go to the dorm room where Rusty meets Dale for the first time. Oh, and they're in the honors engineering. Honors engineering dorm. Classic. Classic. And um, Dale has a very special wall decor choice. So this is one of the, like, three things that I it was burned into my brain from watching it mm-hmm. the first time. The Confederate flag on the wall. Yeah. Insanity. Even, I remember even in 2007, it, it made such an impression on me. It was the first thing that I think about thinking about the show. Great. I mean, would never would never fly now. Right, and they're not, like, casual no, about it. They're no. definitely, like... They, they yeah, like, acknowledge it. Uh, I don't know about that, and at one point he calls it him pretty racist, and... You know, he says, I suspect my racist, yeah. my yeah. roommate's racist, which, yeah, which is okay, a very 2007 thing. And then Casey <laughs> or, mentions it. She's like, I can't believe you have a Confederate flag on your wall. Anyway, like, yeah. they, like, completely just, like... Yeah. It's definitely on. supposed to be a point of, like, Dale, like, clearly is, like... Has like he's Baptist, right? Yes, we find out a lot about his. So scary! Like I don't know, he's terrifying. Right, Dale has a very interesting character arc. Yes, I'm ready for that. So we will explore that more. But um, initial thoughts on Dale are like, oof, wow, this is happening. I will say though, um, Dale is the first person to kind of have like a real life perspective on frats. Yeah. Because Rusty is so, mm. like, googly-eyed about joining a fraternity, and Dale is kind of yeah, pointing he, out all of the stereotypical things, like... Right. That he says something about... He also calls, um... He also calls Rusty a Yankee and a heathen. <gasps> oh my god, yeah, I wrote that down, too. Which is funny, just seeing the way he stumbled across campus with all those bags. I know. Even. He's so... Because sure. Rusty is so innocent <laughs> yeah. looking. Exactly. <laughs> and Rusty gets, like, kind of sad at the end of the scene, and he just goes, you're wrong about them. Frat yeah. boys. I don't know how wrong Dale is. I love how much he just wants to party. Like, I think it's so... It's like there's something so and wholesome the about it. the brotherhood. The brotherhood. It's very pure. And he's, like, studying. Well, so then we go to a scene, and this is our first introduction into Dobblers. 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 Which is obviously one of the main characters of the show. Yeah, it's Dobblers. The, the local bar, the campus it's bar. It's so fun. Like, I It looks I go just there. like a grand old time. Like, it looks so fun. Um, Casey and Ashley are talking 
And they mentioned something with Laguna Beach, which I had to write down because there is an episode where the Lauren Conrad herself makes an appearance in this show. Wow. <gasps> yes. In Greek? In Greek. Oh my God. The crossover of the decade. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect t- early 2000s. in Laguna Beach? Yeah. Lauren Conrad? Thomas. Oh my God. Stop. <laughs> I, we can't get into it. Yeah, we, we can't digress. <laughs> we can't go there. Um, but this is the scene where we first meet Cappy. Well, and before we meet Cappy, there is also, again, some fat phobia with oh. the chip comment and mm. then insinuating that Ashley should go yeah. throw it up. Yeah. Because recruitment starts tomorrow, Ash. I know, which is sad. <laughs> it's like, it also, if you could tell, they, they really hadn't, like, fleshed out Casey and Ashley's relationship yet. Yeah. Like, Their relationship becomes, like, very sweet and endearing. Um, and actually, I think, like, one of, like, the nicest parts of the show is that, like, eventually you start to see, like, female friendships take precedent over yeah. these, like, weird like, fighting for guys' attention kind of, like, thing that's very prominent in the first couple of episodes, but um, it's 2007, so, you know, there we are. (laughs) Um, But then we do meet Cappy. Yes, and he he looks so young. That was the first thing I thought when seeing him in 2022 versus 2007. He's a baby. The hair, the hair is like very. I literally just wrote like round features. Yeah, not even a one sign of a chiseled jaw. It's just no, perfectly it's just circular. <laughs> I know, and he's been like a pretty we learned prominent actor. Yeah, he's, he, he was in you, right? Yeah, he was he's in, in this you. Season of you yeah. He was in Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Oh yeah, I think he's been in some other stuff yeah, too. Yeah, he, like, he pops up. We'll get him on the pod and we'll find out. Yeah. Are on similar. Yes, yeah, similar shows. Career. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we learn that Cappy and Casey have dated. Yes. And then we meet Evan. Yes. <laughs> I wrote a high to an immediate low. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, they're polar opposites of frat guys because Cappy is clearly. He, I don't. I think he's not even wearing a shirt in this scene. Yeah, he might be shirtless. And yeah. walks in, not a care in the moral. Evan walks Buttoned in looking up. like the hedge fund. Yes, guy, you know. Yeah. Which I will say, like two very accurate depictions of two very different guys that exist in yes. fraternity and culture. And they look kind of similar. Like I wrote that down. They yeah, do. Yeah. Thing. Yes. Like they different do. enough, but similar but to the point. Off the bat, are you guys team Cappy or team? Evan. Like, if you just, just based on the scene, who would you go with? Team Cappy. Yeah, I've always Okay, been thank God. Cappy. It's just, oh, I, I do yeah. think that the show, it, they're kind of setting it up, like, like, they're both, Good they both like, have their evil. vices, you know, but <laughs> I think Evan is, like, clearly the, the douche. Yeah. Right. You know. And then we are introduced to the recurring theme of no one knowing that Casey has a brother. No one knows about Rose. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I know. And also I feel like she doesn't seem like the type of person who would be that dismissive of a younger and brother. She says, "My stupid brother." When he tries to call her. <laughs> like, but no. also, I feel like this was such a thing in like the two thousands. Like every Disney show, they were like the brother and the sister absolutely despised each other, and like it like was like Derek. And oh my god, the incestuous oh, one. Oh my god, yeah. There, that was definitely like a trope. It was like if you're, yes. you had a sibling, you you hated you hated each other. them, yeah. And your parents were idiots. <laughs> that was that was another. Yeah, thing. exactly. Like, and oblivious. Yeah. Well, they're not even there Accent. in this show. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even move the kid in. Um, 
And then I, do we go straight back to ZBZ? I think we go straight back to ZBZ where Rusty shows up to the house. Yes. He's tracked down Casey. He's like, he's going <laughs> to see her whether she will see him or not. And there's immediate chaos. Immediate chaos. What I loved about the scene was that he goes into the house and, like, no one notices him. But, like, there's, like, a security card downstairs. And then as soon as they yell, like, there's a boy in the house, like, he appears immediately. Yes. Yeah, he's summoned. (laughs) Yeah. Like, where was he, like, a second ago? And again, no one knows that Casey has a brother. Yeah, it's not like No, Ashley, that, okay, that is the most unrealistic part. These yeah. girls have supposed to, like, supposedly known each other for three years, and she has no idea that Casey has a brother. Yeah. Um, yeah. You talk about that kind of stuff in college. You know? I wrote, Casey, <laughs> Casey, Casey treating Rusty like he's a distant aunt visiting for the week and telling him that she'll, um... That she'll meet him for brunch. Brunch. Oh my god, and I love that she's wearing a juicy sweatsuit. Oh, her outfits in this are... I cannot wait to talk about one one specific outfit in particular. Like, when we get to this, I I think about it all the time. And I just... I have so many thoughts and I can't wait to talk about it. Um, And then that is when Rusty says he suspects Dale is slightly racist. Oh my gosh. Also, I wrote down um, the monthly brunch thing is something you would do to Jake. (laughs) (laughs) If you were at the same college at the same time, you would definitely have a monthly brunch. (gasps) You have a brother? (laughs) (laughs) Are you genuinely finding out? No, I am genuinely finding out. No, actually, no, you did mention you had a brother at one point. Maybe. I didn't know very many siblings who, like, went to college together. But now that I'm thinking about it, I actually no. I think that's. I think untrue, if you maybe. go like in state somewhere, it's a little more common. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that CRU just had a killer polymer science program. They did, <laughs> and a killer Greek life. Clearly, so they, clearly. They, they really had like a little bit of everything. Oh, I also wrote that Casey's low-rise pants are criminal. <laughs> but she's pulling them off. She is pulling them off. The um. So when we find out that Rusty was is a polymer science major. Mm-hmm. Another thing that really stuck with me, mm-hmm. um, just the idea of being in polymer science, like I thought it was so much more common than it is because I've never heard of it Oh, since when you first watched when it. When I first watched it. And I remember then in high school when my friends was talking about her brother was going, I remember so specifically he was going to GW and she, I was like, oh, what's he majoring? And she said poli sci. And I thought oh. that meant polymer science. Oh my God. And I said... Wow, that's so impressive. And she didn't. She was like, "Yeah, it is the least impressive major, political science." (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, I actually don't know. Like, no shade to political science majors, but maybe a little bit of shade because I really don't know. Like, what classes do you take? Like, I feel like you kind of just. Also, like like, people who just are really like up to date on. Affairs. The current affairs and like Twitter. okay, I took one political science class and it was actually really hard. You have to do all this game theory, so I'm oh gonna, yeah, and that sounds like a that's nightmare. So, it's like math. So I did a little bit of polymer science. Like I really have to take chemistry. <laughs> polymer. Yeah, like I'm not kidding. Like I was required to take a science class, but was somehow like the last to register. Oh my god! Like it was, it was a very rusty stuff. moment. Yeah, but we learned about polymers. Like, I think from what I remember, it was like. Actually, I don't remember anything. I'm not going to pretend, but it was really hard. I believe that. Yeah, I believe that too. Well, now we're going to go between scenes of Rusty's rush experience and the ZBZ rush. Mm-hmm. 
So Rusty wearing a full suit. I was I literally wrote down he's wearing a full suit. I know it was so cute. It was so innocent. Um, Calvin he throws the suit and the tie into the bushes when he notices (laughs) everything. But they've already seen. They've already seen. Calvin. Calvin. I wrote Calvin is immediately cool. He has a hundred letters of recommendation. Yeah, I wrote Calvin is all caps the full package. Yeah. What is with the letters of recommendation? Is that a real thing? Um, for sororities, like some people would get them, but like. For us, it wasn't, like, I think if you go to, like, a school in the South, it's, like, necessary, Maybe, but yeah. for us, it yeah. wasn't a thing, really. For That's us, it was more me. if you were a legacy, right. the person in your family who was in that sorority would just, like, write something about Right. You. But usually, like, I, I think it depends on the school, honestly, but as Calvin said, they're not necessary. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, Calvin knows how to play it up. Like, he's talking about modeling in one fraternity like he can read every room yeah. he can like switch the personality he's making up lies he's saying he's football one major player. yeah football player model he, he knows how to turn it on and rusty absolutely does not rusty cannot play the game yeah and he's like kind of getting a little savvy to it at some point he's like it, it takes him like a few it houses takes him multiple life. houses but also he's probably having like an overstimulation situation right. well I feel like yeah. Rusty also is like has such pure intentions with everything he does that like he just assumes everyone else does too yeah like even with like his relationship with Casey I feel like he it's just like, assumes that she kind of will like look at the world the same way he does and yeah. like it's true I know and Calvin says something really deep here he says no one knows you here you you can be whoever you want. Aww. Isn't that kind of sweet? Like, <laughs> that is es- especially sweet. for Calvin too, because I feel like his identity is about to kind of yeah. blossom. Yes. Mm-hmm. So then we go back to ZBZ Rush and Casey's te- talking to a Rushy and saying she likes sand and beaches. <laughs> that is Jen something. She becomes a big player. And in that the show. was very real. Some of the conversations we would have. Oh my god. Because they will... would just cycle. You sat down and And they would put new girls right in front of you. Put, yeah. Oh or we I guess we gosh. would get up. Somebody would tap us on the shoulder, we would oh, get up right. and go sit to an with right. a new girl and have the same conversation. Oh my god. No, I had one I had one I will never forget this. I had one conversation with a girl and I said, What do you like about living in Colorado? And she said snow and I was like I've been doing this for 10 hours like I'm going to lose my mind and I feel like it's probably and so then we just smiling we just sat there and stared at each other I was like I can't even I don't even know where to go from here yeah. <laughs> um so then she goes to talk to Rebecca Logan and this is we just saw a scene of Rusty absolutely flubbing it talking about the architecture of some like frat house and now we see Casey talking about the architecture of a ZBZ house and then Rebecca pulls the ultimate power move of calling Casey Cassie. Cassie. Oh my god, yeah. Also something, so we should keep an eye out for this. I'm, I don't know if it will be true, but I, my fingers are crossed. There might be a little Casey Rebecca queer coding in this show. Oh, there definitely is. Oh, I can see that, actually. Like, that very first interaction... It's like, okay. Well, well something Rebecca as a character, is that that's something to watch out for? Well, Rebecca. yeah, we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep an eye out on that. Um, and then we go back to Rusty, and he is contemplating whether or not he can finish recruitment. He is thinking about dropping, rushing, and Calvin is talking him back into it. And that's when we find out that Calvin is an Omega Chi legacy, and that he is basically, his fate is sealed, if you will. He's going to be an Omega Chi. So he was just low stakes with all the other... Yeah, he didn't care. That's why he just, like, let it rip, I yeah. feel like. He didn't care. Um, and then Evan meets Rusty. <gasps> 
And yes. we get the interaction. Rusty didn't, didn't know that Casey had I didn't know she had a boyfriend. I know. It's like a drinking game. It's like how many times... Oh, yeah, like, how many times did they mention that? Yeah. No one knows. No one knows. Um, And then Rusty does his statistic-fueled... Oh, my God. ...impassioned speech and about so fraternity cute. life. Again, it's, it's so really pure. Cute. I have to say something about Rusty's character is, like, they do a really good job of making him seem genuine, which originally I, I think, think is what... he's just a good actor. He is, yeah. He's, which is originally yeah. I think is what turned me off to the show, to be honest. I was like, this is like... He, he almost feels very intense, but then you like get to see his character, yeah. and it's it feels so genuine it that it doesn't... doesn't put on Right, anyway. right. Wait, but let's talk about the speech a little bit more. Okay. So he's... Basically, Evan is asks him like why he wants to be in a fraternity, and he goes off on you know all of the people through history who are in frats, the stats. Mm-hmm. He touches on uh, the number political, of CEOs. Yeah, yeah, CEOs, and it's just like so earnestly wanting brotherhood and yeah, friendship, sort of and he says something like. I can't think of anything better to be a part of. And it's so, it's like legit charming. It's, it's a so very honest. charming, it's, very yeah. sincere speech. And Evan loves it. Evan eats, well, okay, Evan is one of those guys, and these guys truly do exist in fraternities too, that have bought in so hard that everything they say is just like Greek life propaganda at every moment. Like you see it in this episode and like on and on on with Evan's character. Like he speaks only in like Greek life platitudes. <sighs> like he is like a mouthpiece for the Panhellenic system. Mm-hmm. And like, so this is just like his, this is the best thing that could happen to him is this speech. So then he invites Rusty back after. Rusty Rush. and Calvin for come back to come back the house after for a night of debauchery. Rush. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And they're so excited. And Rusty yeah. says to Calvin as they leave, I like statistics and I like speeches. Oh. Um, so then they end at Capital. And oh God, we yeah. get the Capital notorious rush where all of the potential new members are in the foyer of the <laughs> decrepit Capital. Ha- haunted house Haunted house all the way. Raise your hand if you've heard of this fraternity and you know what we do here. And everyone who raises their hand has to leave. They left with three people, and then the one kid runs out in fear. And it's now just resting Calvin. Just resting Calvin. And he, like, drops a knife or something. Yeah, yeah. it's like a butcher knife yeah. or something. And then they lead resting Calvin out to the backyard, and it's a... This is this is the animal house, like, scene. Is this yeah. party. The Capital party that they rager open the doors back, to. Yeah, yeah, huge rager. Um, that's when Cappy meets Rusty. Yeah, Rusty Cartwright. That the Cartwright he knows in the biblical sense. In yes. The bibli- and oh my God! So yeah. That was says, the best. That was oh, the I best know one. your sister. And Rusty says, "Oh, how do you know her?" And he says, "In the biblical sense." And he goes, "Oh, from church." <laughs> and Cappy says, "Who sent him? You're a narc." And <laughs> <laughs> he loves him immediately. I Cappy calls Rusty a narc, which is fair. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. But they're giggling. Yeah, they they hit it off right away. Um, so then Rusty goes to take what I would assume is the first shot he's ever taken in his life off of the <gasps> yes. stomach. The stomach shot. The body yeah. shot, right. And um, he spits it all over the girl's face. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, I totally did that when I did my first shot. Really? I'm not oh. even kidding. Yeah. I I was Thank also a freshman. Yeah. No, like, I did not know what was coming. Like, I... matters. Yeah, so represent. <laughs> yes. I, when I was watching We this, all bring like, something different. I wanted to laugh and be like, oh my god. But then I was thinking about it and I was like, actually, wait, that... That happened to me. <laughs> well, no one called you spitter afterwards. No one called me spitter. Um, I, I have to be honest. I ha- this is a safe space. I hate that name. I hate spitter. that they call I him that. It's meant to be. I hate that they cute. call him that. I just, it like, it like does something. Like every time I like cringe. This scene is really bizarre. Like it's like the girl just laying there. I, I wrote down why is she silent? <laughs> she doesn't speak. Even when, even yeah. when he spits it on her, she has like no reaction. The boyfriend. Yeah. The boyfriend has a reaction, which again, and that's, like, a pro- that's problematic. Yeah. The, yeah. But he gets thrown off the balcony by Beaver. We meet Beaver in that moment. Beaver, adorable Beaver. Adorable Beaver. Yeah, I Himbo. almost... <laughs> Beaver is the original himbo. The original himbo. I know. I, yeah, I kind of feel like that scene was maybe, like, I almost wonder I if it was, it was in... I think it was cut. This, yeah. Yeah I, I don't, yeah, I think that too. I think the way that they cut her, at least, was strange. Like, I feel like they must have cut out some kind of dialogue with her because you kind yeah. of like it's a weird reaction like yeah. she must have said face. something and they're like uh we need to cut a for time lines. or something yeah, yeah. right yeah. It's um, weird. but also at this moment i was realizing like uh, with the female friendships and like that representation and stuff it was like they're doing like a pretty good job of representing women in this show but it was like oh they're still very much like mm-hmm. at this party the women are objects yes. for sure yeah. like yeah. they don't even try there's i don't even think there was an inkling in the writers room in 2007 for there to be any, like... For her to talk. <laughs> but any of them. Yeah. Her yeah. or just any of the girls. Yeah. Like, they're really all point. very, like, girls on posters and bars. Right, right. Yeah. And there is... Her character comes up later, and it's kind of stays the same. Um, so he get The boyfriend gets thrown off the balcony, and then um, Rusty does leave to go back to Omega Kai, and Calvin stays at Capitao. Yeah, after Calvin... Tries to fist bump him and Rusty shakes his fist bump. Oh, oh my god, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. That is that is so, so rusty. Much subtlety, like there's so many great choices he makes. Yes, yeah. Rusty, if you're listening, would love to talk to you about yes. your method, your choices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so he goes back to the Omega Kai house, and lo and behold. Everyone, it's like they're all passed out already. Like they've like yeah, the night has ended. There's just like a couple. Out and yeah. like, yeah. There's like yeah. one couple. On this is I have to say this is a weird move for Rusty. I don't know why he would like go into a random room. Well, but we know we know he doesn't know. He walked he into know. the sorority yeah, he's, house. He's oblivious. So no one went upstairs. Right. He's oblivious. This this tracks for him. This does track for him. Maybe that was like some foreshadowing of him going into the sorority house. Um, mm. he opens the door and he sees Evan. And Rebecca Logan. Rebecca Logan. Yeah. Freaking Rebecca, man. That scene is also very weirdly like staged. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you're when they both look like and they, they don't even take that. No. And she keeps kind of like she's almost like kind of climbing. Pawing at him. Yeah. yeah. It's... And even if you don't know who the person is, wouldn't you stop for a second? Well, Evan like stops and then kicks the door closed. But yeah. it's like it's, a, it's not even strange. like he just kind of slows down. I think he would he have can't noticed. Be you would have think you would have thought that. I mean, like maybe he was really drunk or something. But they don't like seem drunk. Well, no, I think Evan is banking on like him being drunk because I think later he like kind of acts as if he was really drunk. He doesn't yeah. say that, but I think that's like what he's alluding. He's like to. gaslighting a little bit. Um, yeah. 
Well, yeah, I have that. Evan is a gaslighter. All caps, gaslighter alert. Um, So Evan does show up at Rusty's dorm the next day. And he meets Dale, which I said should be his punishment for cheating on Casey, is that Evan and Dale have to spend like 24 hours together in a room. Oh my god. (laughs) <laughs> love to see that. Everyone would combust. So would uh, Dale. Yeah, yeah, oh my god. Uh, and I wrote, Evan is such a weasel. Yeah, he's listing all the significant men in history who have had sex scandals. Uh, he so equates I... himself to JFK and Bill Clinton. Yeah. It, literally. And he, it's almost like he's reshaping Rusty's speech about brotherhood yes, from the night before. Yes, it was exactly before, like but that. But to completely gaslight him, manipulate him into thinking like, See you. You were talking about this last night. This is brotherhood. Yeah, yeah. They were like this. Um, I said it's very cult leader esque. It yeah. is, and there's also randomly like as I was watching the scene, there's a girl jump roping in the background, like oh very God. odd, like very like. Did you ever see people jump roping in college? No, slacklining. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> there's just like one girl like in a juicy sweatsuit in the background, like jump <laughs> roping, like. Not even for exercise, just like well, for Well, uh, in fairness, measure. the um, honors engineering wing, I'm sure there were some. Oh, right, that's right. true. I so forgot where we were. Yes. Um, there were some wild But parts. Evan says to Rusty, I knew you were the type of guy I wanted in my corner. Oh. I hate that. And then he basically tries to blackmail him. He's like, we'll give you a bid, but like you can't tell Casey kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Bribe, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a better word. And Thank Rusty is so wholesome. He is immediately like, I don't know. I know, he's torn. Yeah, he but is. it kind of seems like he's going to do it at first. Yeah. Well, because of the speech. The it speech. It was his speech. It was his speech. Oh my God, Evan is such a little gaslighter. Yeah. yeah. And the I mean, whole time. Calvin is also kind of like on the side of like, you know, like, I, you know, shocking. your sister yeah, isn't, you're not that close with your sister. Calvin, I think, is presenting, like, we haven't gotten there yet, but but I do think Calvin's, like, perspective is what a 18-year-old, 19-year-old boy yes. would think. That isn't that close to his yeah. sister, and, like, you know, you want to be in the best house, and here's your answer, and you don't, your sister yeah. won't even have brunch with you, like. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Um, but at the Capitao house, really quick, we cut back, oh, well, first we cut back to see Rebecca getting ambushed in the bathroom by Casey. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, I forgot about that. And Casey doesn't know yet. So Casey is interacting with Rebecca. Logan, or Rebecca Logan doesn't know that that that's Casey's boyfriend. Right. Mm -hmm. Not that she cares when she eventually finds out, but yes. Um, Casey basically also bribes Rebecca into going to ZBZ. She offers her a bid on the spot in the stall. And says you will get your own room in the house. Says whatever you want. Yeah, I felt this... The weird part about this scene was, so, okay, Rebecca asking for her own room, sure. I mean, I'm sure she could have had a beautiful apartment off campus that her dad would pay for, but Mm -hmm. I guess the prestige of being in a house. But what really got me was the selling point was she inquires about shared vacation I know! Yeah. And why would she, her dad's a senator later, like, we see, like, we see the money that she throws at these girls. Yes. Why is that? It was so weird that that was yeah. a shared vacation. I had to I rewind think... and actually listen to that again, because I didn't know what she said, and I was like, I was like, wait, she wants, I was like, But I feel like they didn't know what to do with Rebecca either. Like, I think Rebecca and yeah. Ashley's characters were, like, kind of up in the air, and, like, they knew Rebecca was going to be, like, the villainess a bit, yeah. but they didn't know, like, I also just think that. 
And maybe it's because I've seen it all the way through and like remember it. I don't know. I have such a soft spot for Rebecca. Like I instantly love her. I find her character endearing right away, even though she's doing terrible things. Oh, I don't feel the same way. She, I remember her growing on me for sure, but it's not instant. Not instant. You hate. You hate immediately. Not hate. Yeah. I. It's hard. I feel like I when I first watched it, I did actually like her. Like, I was like, oh, she's fun, and, like, it's kind of fun to see kind of, like, the evil match. You know, she kind of, like, is Casey's match. But I feel like this watch, I don't know, I'm not liking her as much, but I do think it's because there's maybe just, like, some mixed, like, information that she's giving and, like... Uh, Yeah, they make her very one-dimensional in the first I just love girl boss. What can I say? Oh, my God. I I love Casey also so much that I'm, like, so Casey on everything. Mm. So anybody who's against Casey... You're against. Yeah. Um, And that's on sisterhood. (laughs) (laughs) Not for years, for life. For life. Uh, So then at the Capital House... So Rebecca accepts the bed. And then we go back to Capital where we see that everyone in that house is violently hungover, presumably all the time. And they're trying to give out the bids, and they're basically picking guys based on, like, what names sound good. Ben, uh, ben yeah. Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds like a 90s rom-com character. Like, you remind yeah, me of Benjamin Barry. Ben Bennett like. <laughs> oh Benjamin gosh. Barry from uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and Andy Anderson. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Um, and... Then, oh my god, the scene where they were like, did you take pictures of the pledges, oh. or of the new members, yeah. Beaver, and Beaver says, all the pictures I took last night were of girls flashing their racks. And Cavi says, I'm going to need to see those. Yeah, he's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to need to see those. <laughs> and like, almost like you could tell he didn't want to say that. Like, let's just hope he didn't want to say that. The the actor. Actor. We'll, we'll tell yeah. ourselves that, yeah. <laughs> Oof. That was rough. Um... And then Kathy kind of fights for Rusty to be in Capital, like to give him a bit. Like, not that the other guys were against it, but he's definitely he, he's like, enthusi- he's cool. He's yeah, he's, he likes him. It. He's like the one that's like. Because no, yeah. that, there's definitely no fighters in that group. <laughs> no, I no one. Love that. Well, you yeah. also get the feeling that whatever Kathy says goes. Like, yeah. all those well, guys are like, yeah. Well, yeah, but also I think none of them really give a shit. <laughs> oh, and that's important too. Cappy's the president of Capital, mm-hmm. and Evan is the president. Yeah. Yes. And uh, they Omega Kai. obviously hate is each that... other. Yeah, Omega Kai is the yeah. other one. Which I like, it's hard. Like, I think what's so hard to believe about, like, how lax they are is, like, I feel like it's such a structured system where you do have to pay, and, like, there are all these requirements and stuff. And I'm like. But fraternities are a little bit different. Fraternities, like, I think they get away with a lot more, and they have way less really? people checking in on them. I would say that. They give the vibe of a off campus. <laughs> a kicked off campus. Yeah, not completely Brad. affiliated. Oh, got yeah. it. Um, uh, even though they're definitely they are, not right? because yeah. they are living on the campus, but that kind of vibe of like the unofficial. They can kind track. of do what they want. Uh, yeah. Well, I think in ge- yeah, I think in general, fraternities definitely like the the sororities definitely have a tighter tighter leash. Um. So then we find out we go and see Rusty. In his dorm room. In his dorm room talking to Calvin, and that's when Calvin is... And Dale's there, And Dale is also there, but Dale is just on his computer at first. Of course, eavesdropping, always eavesdropping. Mm -hmm. And also, Calvin asking about the details of the Rebecca and Evan hookup. Love that. Very ass energy. Oh, Calvin is a gossip, and I love it. He wants to know all all of it. I I, I identify most with Calvin's energy. Yeah. The switching up between houses, the playing it to whoever he needs to. Like, I love Calvin. Love Calvin. But he gives some pretty terrible advice. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. And Although, then Dale sweeps in. Yes. I, I'm kind of like, 
besides the racism stuff, I'm kind of like well, you, you see in this moment too. What Dale has like a good heart in the sense yeah. that he he's coming from this very like black and white kind of place. Like he's like that's wrong, Rusty. That's your sister. You should. Yeah, you're saying you're, you're giving up 18 years and missing out on building a relationship with her. I know that was yeah, really that was actually cute. good advice. It, and it was yeah, and that's he true. Said, he said she'll she's always going to be your sister. Yeah. I know there was there was, was that cute. that was a really wholesome moment. Yeah, I mean, it was the one slightly redeeming quality for Dale. And then I said, Rusty decides not to be an asshole and is immediately not rewarded for that decision. (laughs) Yeah. The messenger is shot. Um, He tells Casey. And she doesn't even want to know. She she can feel it coming and she's like, I don't want to hear this. She can feel it, yeah. She can tell what's what's coming and she's not ready for it. And Um, clearly embarrassed to her brother. I mean, it is, that is humiliating to have to have your brother tell you that. Yeah. Whereas two days ago, no one even knew you had a brother. Especially since it's like her world. Yes. And he's like like, now coming into it. Yeah. Crashing into it. She Uh thinks that. I think that Casey is more insecure than she lets on about, like, her relationship with Rusty. Like, I think she feels like he kind of talks down to her. And he kind of does. Not intentionally, but just because he is really smart. Yeah. And he kind of thinks that it's stupid how much weight she gives these things. And I think she's offended by that. Um, And so that's when Casey goes to Franny. No, that uh, she's in her room and Franny walks in. Oh, okay. yeah, she's like crying. And she goes, she goes back because she's, she's just trying to like process, process, process herself. It. And Franny walks in with no sympathy. Well, Franny <laughs> knows. I don't know how Franny knows, but Franny knows everything. She so the fact does that Franny know. knows, and she knows what she Rebecca. knows. It's Rebecca. She's heard it, and so this part makes it so unrealistic how much Evan would fight for Rusty to take the bid. Right. When if the the campus like President dynamic of ZBZ is, already knows. Everybody's gonna know. It just doesn't totally add up. So then up. it's so that makes me wonder like who's telling Franny. We never find out. But everybody but knows. Everybody knows. Maybe yeah. Calvin. Oh my god, probably Calvin. <laughs> yeah, so Casey was gonna find out even if Rusty didn't. And she just her, has basically. no sympathy at all. Franny's Franny, just like I said some sage slut shaming ensues. Um, Franny tells Casey not to break up with Evan basically for the power. Oh, and because she says, um, uh, Casey says, um, I'm, I'm not going to break up with him right now. I don't think I'm dumping him out of spite, which first of all, why else would you be dumping him? Of course, dump yeah. him for this. Don't dump him for another reason. <laughs> and then that's when Franny says, you're not dumping him. And she basically is like, you have to be dating Evan to be president. To be president. Yeah. 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 You're giving up what you've worked for because he cheated? That's not fair. Also a gaslighting queen. <gasps> Franny is... Franny and Evan should... I don't know she... if they ever do. Yeah. They're a good... They're a match made in heaven. Match made in heaven. Mm. Match made in Greek pan hell. <laughs> Lenic. Yeah, Franny's almost <laughs> like... It's... Franny like, is an evil Bizarre. Dictator. Yeah, it's bizarre how much of a dictator they make her in the yeah. pilot. She has really um, big red energy from... Um, um, bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Also, Where she's she a cares character, way too much. Right. She's a character that was so prevalent in the early 2000s. Like, I don't yeah. think she would like exist in any kind of sitcom now. Like, because she's, nobody's like that. No, yeah. To that extent. No, exactly. She's definitely, like, a combination of, like, multiple different characters smushed into this one person who's, like, 
very like highly meddling in people's business and also highly obsessed with Greek life. Like yeah, yeah. She is the the least realistic character for sure, and I also loathe her. Um, mm-hmm. And then do we go right to the dive bar scene? We, <laughs> go, we go. No, right. we we Rusty is getting bid, so he's getting them slipped oh, under his door, right. right? So he gets a bid from Omega Kai, and then I think he gets like a post-it from yeah. 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 Which yeah. I which I love. Your yeah. 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 One is like a very formal letter, yeah. Yeah. Um, like letterhead. <laughs> and oh oh oh, we missed. This is a very important part. Franny tells Casey before. Sorry, she says you have to do what you need to do to make it right in your mind. That is her advice. And Casey, Honestly, not bad advice. I don't hate That's the advice. Coping mechanism. And Casey yeah. takes that advice straight to heart. We also see the power that Franny has over Casey. Um, yeah. She takes that advice right to heart. And but not in a puppet way. No. She just mm-hmm. trusts her. She's just like, well, she has She has the power to make her president. Yeah. Royalty. Yeah. Royalty campus royalty. You can see Casey's like early political roots <laughs> oh, yeah. really come out here. So after Rusty gets his bid, that's when we go to see Casey playing pool at this dive board that isn't Dobbler's. It's not Dobbler's. Yeah. Um, Casey's playing pool and Cappy joins her. And he says, I showed you this place. Like, you just happened to come here. Not, like, basically mm-hmm. implying she, he knew. She knew. She, she came knew. there to see him, right? Yeah. And then they make a bet over who's going to win pool. And if she loses, she has to sleep with him. And then we find out she is kind of doing a pool shark move and she says she took a pool class this summer. The pool class. And the most out of character thing for Casey, she takes time out of her summer to go take a take pool, a pool class. class. Do they teach also, classes? Also, where is she taking this? Yeah. And the she YMCA. seems like she would have a million things to be doing in the summer. She's going to go out of her She's way. She's at the Illinois, yeah. the, the Chicago game. YMCA. She's like, I gotta learn. It's so out of character pool. for her. Um, I did love it though. I just love the casual. Oh, totally. I took a class over summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, the, I feel like this is one of the only times we see people casually, blatantly tipsy. Like, she's clearly right. Like, yeah, she's right. got a beer too. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this is her, we kind of start to see her true identity a little bit more. Yeah. Well, too. anytime she's around Cappy, she's immediately more likable. Yeah. And it starts he here. <laughs> he really does bring out the best in her. Yeah. Um, so she's great at pool, but then. She, she misses. She purposely the last shot. Yeah, and it might have been on purpose. Yeah, he says yeah, it's it like implied. on purpose, and she shakes her head yes and says no. Yes, and then they make out. Yeah, and, and it's a great out. scene. It is a great scene. We also just like their dynamic is amazing right off the bat. Like yeah. for a pilot, Magnetic. for two actors to already have like a lot of chemistry. Props to them. Yeah. Oh, that's also, some great his outfits. Thing. The fact he's clearly wearing like a belt. Oh my god, his brace topic, yes. whatever it is. He his wardrobe is out of control. It's, I just loved her outfit in this scene. Oh, no, no, no. I gotta talk about that outfit. Wait, no, so we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But before <laughs> Oh, we also find out that they dated for a year. Like that's when we find out that they dated for like a significant period of time. Mm. Because we knew that they dated or like we had suspicions, but I don't think it was like outwardly confirmed. They dated for like a full on year. And um so after that, after the scene with Cappy and Casey, that's when we go back to Dobbler's, where Omega Kai is having their midnight, and Rusty confronts Evan, but not before chugging a ginger ale. 
Oh my god. Oh my god, yeah. He like takes the shot. Yeah. But, and then Calvin's like, that's ginger ale. <laughs> um he tells ale. Evan that he told Casey, which again we've said doesn't matter because everybody apparently already Everybody knew. knows. Um and Evan shoves Rusty. Rusty pushes him into the bar, and then Evan punches Rusty. And then Rusty Rusty picks up a paddle. Evan says, What are you doing? And he says, Manning up. And he smacks him. I gasped when he yeah. did that. He smacks him over the face with the paddle. Yes. Yeah, that was intense. That was a plastic surgery smack. Like, there's no way Evan didn't need a rhinoplasty after that. His nose is absolutely, uh, like, destroyed. Yeah. That was wild. Yeah. That I mean... It was shocking. I did not remember there being such violence. It made sense why yeah. he got arrested, because, like, that was truly assault. assault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Assault with a deadly like, weapon. I want him arrested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Evan is so annoying. Arrest him. Um, <laughs> so Rusty gets taken to jail. And then we cut back to Kathy and Casey. Casey waking up in the Capitol Yes, in the Capitol House. And I bed. said, unshockingly, Kathy has a navy blue comforter. Oh, my God. So deeply on yeah. brand. His room is pretty big, though. It's huge. Yeah. It's the presidential suite. Oh, the that's right. And yeah. there are also not that many brothers in there. Yeah, they, they, that's in true. The they have room. They have, like, space. Um, And Casey, this is when she puts back on the outfit, and oh. we see it in all of its glory. She is wearing... Brown knee high boots under low rise flare cut jeans, a tank top, like two tank tops on top, like a black bra, and then a, a white tank top, and then one of those like zip up sweaters that she zips up like right to the pocket. It is so like she should be the one in jail. I'm sorry, bail Rusty out, send Casey right to prison. The knee high boots under the flare jeans, yeah, too lose my mind. Yeah, it's. It's like it's so 2007. So it's, 2007. Yeah. I think I owned those boots. Like those, that specific color of brown suede. I've never seen it since. Like it died in 2007. <laughs> but I hope that doesn't come back. Oh my god, no! It can't. The black bra under the white tank top with a built-in bra on it. Oh, I know, like how it's like kind of messy when she's like getting ready. And like... she's like she's zipping up the boot and like pulling over, like pulling her. <laughs> Flare jeans over over the boots. Oh my god! And then so as she's leaving, she says, "This was just a fond romp down memory lane." And Cappy says, "Fond." <laughs> and then she leaves, and he's clearly still. Crushing. I literally just said, "Cappy clearly still loves Casey." He cr- he's he crushing so hard her. on her still. He's, he's so he's cute. Still, he like smiles. Yeah. I know. And Sim- then, but then he gets pouty when she walks out it's sweet simultaneously though we see calvin leaving a room in the capital house with heath yeah and this is it's heath it's not keith oh and then he heath told him to actually jump out the window yes which was the i guess because maybe they're also hiding more well, no. Because well, we see when Casey walks out, she yeah. gets the round of applause yeah. from everybody in the living room, so then there would be questions why Calvin was there. Right. Yeah. And he says, this doesn't mean, mean I'm, I'm gay. gay right? And Calvin says, yeah, me too, or something. Yeah. yeah. They're both kind of in denial. I, it's not clear how much Calvin is, or if he's just saying that. If he's, like, playing off what Heath is, like, Yeah, Heath, right. Heath seems a lot more insecure about yeah. it. Yeah, right. Um, 
Yes. And so then Casey walks downstairs. And as Casey's walking downstairs, Calvin is falling out of the window. Yes. Um, and Casey gets a round of applause from the enchi- entire Capitao chapter where she then says, we were just studying. <laughs> it, it's almost an, it, like hey, it's affectionate. The first, it's the honestly. first week of school. Yeah. They haven't started a class. <laughs> but I feel like the the dynamic between the boys in the living room and Casey totally. is affectionate. Like I, she's like, hey guys, like she's yeah, she's was like, there for we a year. She knows them. She knows yeah. them. Yeah, they're they're her friends, and I feel like they also probably like her as a person. And yeah. they're happy for they're happy for Kathy. I think yeah, she's Kathy. genuinely happy at that house. I do yeah. too. Some fond memories. Yeah. Um, from. And that bubble is quickly burst when she gets a call from Rusty, who is in jail. Um, And then she goes to pick him up. She bails him out. And he finds out that she's going to stay with Evan. And he is quite judgmental. Because she she says, what are you doing? And she said, I was defending your honor. Which I hate. I hated that. I'm sorry. That was like, I hated that. But knowing their relationship, it is kind of sweet that he yeah. slugged Evan in the face <laughs> with the paddle. I loved I loved the physical beatdown he gave Evan. And we can't I forget, he's actually reason. supposed to be a, a few months out of being a legal child. Yeah. Where kids say shit like, it, that, I'm defending that your That honor. line almost kind of struck me like a little romantic. And that's why it made me a little uncomfortable. I was just like, oh. oh. I yeah. just felt like... And I, I do think it's supposed to play on, like, how naive Rusty is to just, yeah. like, life in general. Like he probably, like, loves video games. Yeah. You know? Right. And I just think, like, I think Rusty really thinks, like, oh, the good guy always wins. Like, this is how it is. Like, if you're a good person, then, like, good yeah. things happen to you. And, like... And Casey's super jaded. She's and like, it's not Casey how it is works. very jaded. And she also is getting, like, frustrated with him being frustrated. And she accuses him of judging her. And then he says, I won't judge you. I just want to be part of your life. And she also calls him Jiminy Cricket, which is really funny. It, like, kind of works. It really works, yes. Um, But so their relationship, like, softens the relationship. Yeah. And you can see they make a step forward. Like, it's very clear, like... And she does end up thanking him for, quote, defending her honor. Yeah. Which, Okay. And she's, he's saying, you remember the last person who gave me a black eye? And it, it was, was her. her. Yeah. Oh, and then she kind of, like, playfully punches him. Yeah. Right. Cute. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then she goes to dinner with Evan. Oh, I love this scene. It was per. First this of all, good scene. give Spencer Grammer some kind of award Emmy. for this. Yeah, the Emmy. Emmy for this scene. A retroactive Emmy. This yeah. was incredible acting. I so know, I literally wrote that down when she good. says... So she, so she's at the dinner, and they're acting like an old married couple. <sighs> and and at first they're secondhand cringe because oh, you don't so really cringe. know what you're like. Is it pity? Like is right. she just yeah. pretending that this is? And he's and it's hard to watch. He tries to apologize, so he's like ready to go, and he's ready to give like a spiel, like his like Evan spiel that he gave to uh, Rusty. Like he's yeah. ready to like gas like a super Casey. condescending. Yes, very. Yeah. Cool. We should talk about this. Oh my god, he's so deeply annoying. Um. And this is when she says, sweetie, we're even. even. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's I, I had so chills. good. Chills. Such good acting. And that was perfect. And the way she delivered think about it. Yeah. Oh. And then they just move on because they're both in it for the politics. And his yeah. reaction, like, his face just, like, turns white. He's that white. was, I mean, the way he played off her, that was pretty good. Yeah. I will say, though, it almost makes more sense for him 
I'm surprised he wouldn't just be with Rebecca Logan at that point. Right. If Dump he's in it for the status and thing. Because if he's going to stay with Casey for a status thing, yeah. why I not take the we, senator's daughter? Right. I think that we get a lot more, like, into why Evan is with Casey in, like, the coming episodes. But oh, I don't okay. think it's about power for him. I yeah, think he I does really love her, but I also think it's about power over Cappy to be with Casey. Yeah. Yeah, there is a lot of Cappy versus Evan. And yeah. I, I think that more of him being with Casey, even though they're clearly not getting along, for him is like, well, I, like, beat Cappy out to have her. Mm-hmm. And, to get, and I think he does, like, think of Casey as, like, a commodity. Like, he doesn't think of Casey as, like, yeah, a full person. And so then we see Rusty go to the Capitao house where Cappy is wearing another gray outfit, the golfing outfit where there's yeah. like oh mini golf outside in the jankiest setup possible. It's perfect. And he's trying to accept the bid, but Cappy is telling him the deadline was yesterday. He's saying I was in jail. Yeah. And he asks why he was in jail. He said a fight. And when he finds out... It was Evan. It was Evan. He the, is beaming. I mean, he couldn't be prouder. So pleased. Yeah. Um, so he says that since he's the president, he can give a bid past the deadline. Yeah. It's so cute. I yeah. love their relationship. They, they have a great relationship. I do too. Immediately love them together. Yeah. yeah. Um, then we are at Dobbler's and Cappy is talking to Rusty in drag. It's... Oh my God. Yeah, I was just like... Uh, when you... Yeah, I know. What oh. is going on? Yeah, that's... Welcome to 2007. Yeah. <laughs> Casey and Evan show up arm in arm. Um, and she asks for a truce between Evan and Rusty and Cappy. I think he's being sarcastic when he... Do you think it seems genuine? I so basically was... she's saying if, you're, if you are both going to be in my life, I need you guys to make up. And Cappy steps in but it feels like like he couldn't possibly think that she's trying no i to do think that. that's the whole point is that kathy does think that she's trying to do that and then she's like no i'm talking to rusty yeah mm. i know that yeah i don't know it was you couldn't I read it i don't know i can't really discern either it, because he yeah. also would i feel like it was he plays everything as a joke yeah so it's surprising when he's saying something like seriously and he's like very off base but i also think it might show that like He's still so obsessed with Casey. And so this is when Evan realizes that she got even with Kathy. With Kathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you see it in his face. Yeah. That's so, it's so good. Um, and then <laughs> Rusty and Evan call a truce and Kathy gives Rusty and Evan a celebratory shot. Knowing what's going to happen. Knowing what will what? happen. And Spitter. Spitter spits. Spitter spits yeah. all over. Right think, in Evan's, Evan's face. Do we think Rusty intentionally spit? Or... No, I think no, it was no, involuntary. No. Yeah. It was an involuntary reaction. And that's Kathy where... Kathy knew. Kathy knew what would happen. It was, per- it was perfect. It was the perfect way to end episode one. Perfect. It really was. And then the ending song is like has like a Gilmore Girls vibe. Do you guys notice that? It's like... Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly like Oh, that. <laughs> there was also one part where they play the song Paralyzer. Do oh, they play it song? at the party at the Capitol House. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, oh my gosh. And I remember listening to that on my iPod mini. I also it, On the middle school bus. On my Nano. I loved that song. So good. <laughs> um, yeah, it was the end of the first episode. What'd you guys think? I mean, it covered a lot of ground. I remember really thinking did. it was long. I was like, it is we're long. getting a it's lot like of a content. Film. 
Yeah. yeah. Really, well, I watched the first episode with my family, and they thought it was a movie, and that's where it ended. Like, my dad oh my was like, gosh. there's more of these? <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, it's a show. They pack so much into it. It's yeah. impressive. The yeah. fact that we have four more seasons makes me very excited. Well, and it's the old yeah. school sitcom, 22 episodes a season. So yes. 22 so, one-hour episodes. Yeah. So much content. Oh, my gosh. And they... What Make do you guys, like, okay, since you guys haven't seen it in a long time, I want to, like, hear, like, what do you guys hope will happen? Like, what are your hopes for the characters going forward? Obviously, Casey Happy. Yeah, oh, I want to see them together. Um, Rusty to come into his own. Rebecca Journey. Like, um, she Rebecca she definitely Journey. becomes friends with Casey, I think, at some point. Calvin getting comfortable with his sexuality. Yes. For sure. Rusty maybe meeting someone. Yeah. Right? Like, I would love a love interest um, for us. Yeah. He has he, a lot of love to give. He does. He does have a lot of sincere love to give. <laughs> He's so earnest. He is. Yeah. And maybe just something bad to happen to Evan. Yeah. I'm hoping for <laughs> a cliff. Dead. I don't know. <laughs> Misfortune for Evan. Um, Who is, like, if you had to rate, like, favorite person of the episode, least favorite person? I mean, it's pretty obvious who the least favorite person is. Evan or Dale? Oh, Evan. Okay, yeah. Dale has that moment where he gets Dale, yeah, Dale has a couple sweet moments. I think Casey's my number one. I'm, like, just really rooting for her. I love Casey. I think the full series, Casey's my number one. This episode, I'm going to say Rusty because he he pulls out all the stops. He's a good kid. He's He does what's right, Mm -hmm. but not in... Like a nice guy way, he's just really in true like to a yes, he is true to himself. I'm gonna. And there's go, no like, he's not facetious about anything. He's just who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna go number one out the gate. Uh, Cappy. I knew you were gonna say. Mm. That. I, I love Cappy from this episode though. Yes. Okay. Yes. He's yeah. funny. He's charming, but he's also like a little bit lame and endearing. Yeah. Yeah. I love Cap. The yeah. hot topic. Wristband. He's cute, and he like owns that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd say bottom two is also Franny. Oh my god. Like she really oh, has Franny no. actually oh, might be about Franny. Franny. Honestly. Yeah, because Evan, you see, like it, maybe there's some insecurity there. There's a little there. bit of dimension with Franny. Right. Yeah. Franny there's you know nothing. what? I changed my answer. I hate. <laughs> yeah. Team I'm changing Franny. Franny. It's pretty vile in this first episode. Yeah. yeah. And, and Franny's only vile. Like, yeah. There's nothing she doesn't nothing last else. that long though, if I remember correctly. No, she's, this is her she's last there. Right. Well, yes, it is. She's supposed to be a senior, but. Interesting. They just gloss over. I no, you'll see. You'll see I know. Amazing. So what a, what ahead. a journey ahead of us. <laughs> yeah, keep listening. We'll, for we'll be more. here to provide. <laughs> you don't have to watch the episode. It'll take a little bit longer to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> Break down the entire. And we'll episode. see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.